Hello and welcome. Here we are again, our duo. And I guess I need to change my lighting. <laughs> I'm really half lit, half shadow. Okay. You can go we gonna talk whatever you want to do. Huh? Sorry? Whatever you want to do, you can do it now if you are, if you like to. Okay, I'll quickly okay. run. Because I know when I see something that isn't really matching the energy I love to be with, then it catches always my attention. So it's a bit better now. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, and so what are we talking about? Separation. Mm, mm. And who's oh, taking us off? I can, yes, I can say something. Because isn't that so beautiful, Karina? As you come live and then one part of your face is separated from the other side due to the shadow. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll, I'll keep my idea. You continue. <laughs> now, this brings up for me like, yeah, we would have loved to, to talk about separation and yeah, the big ones and the small ones. This showed me as how many separations are there flowing in the as seen dark side, as seen in the shadow side, where we don't want to look in as we yeah. connected that often with something negative so how interesting is this that without really choosing knowing in which way you started to show literally with your body that magical instrument our body is yeah within nature wow yeah that's what came for me is that is one form of separation that we do not yeah. want to look at shadow we only want to look at the light side. Yes. And yesterday we, we had a fabulous uh, conversation um, and we started off with, with kind of other subjects, but quickly everything we spoke to boiled into coming from separation. Mm -hmm. And that lightened really up that there is so much separation we still live from that is in a way refined but also hidden as we don't want to look into it as we don't want to look into it and when i went to sleep yesterday evening that was something that i took with me as mm. what is this and I know for myself, I really like to dive into the depth and in the darkness because I know when I'm willing to put on the light there, then big sh shifts and big changes can show up. So I know it for myself. And somehow I am so aware from separations and hidden separations and in a way hmm how would i put it i don't want to know of those separations as 
you know it already, but I don't want to know of it. So I keep turning around them, wrapping them up within something different. And then it looks like that I dealt with the separation, mm. that I became clear about the separation. But in yeah. truth, it's, um, yeah, the truth I don't want to know. And it has to see with, how would I say, it? the expansion of myself. As we spoke to that yesterday also, the expansion we both went through and together and by ourselves, reflecting also in the people we speak to, whether it's coming from the older known people or the new people showing up. Mm -hmm. In every way that separation is so vividly present. So what is your experience really with separation? Is it more in, oh, I wanted to say in your world, and this is interesting also. We spoke yesterday also to that as what does it mean, your world? my world, a world, the world, how much separation is in that? As for me, when I'm saying what's up in your world or what is that bringing up in your world, for me, it's not separated from me, really coming from, yeah, the all, what is there. So, due to who you are and what you experience there will be something different so mm -hmm. what can i learn from there that's to interesting. stay with uh, the latter one uh as i remember we we talked about your world my world our world and it really, I see both perspectives and it's a matter of where am I coming from? Yeah. Am I coming from that everything and everybody is part of the my world even? Then if you ask what is your world, there is no separation. Or we can really use the words your, my uh, as possessives. That means it's solely my world. And how much uh, are we actually assuming that if I come home and close the door to the world, I'm in my private sphere I mm. am now safe, I'm separate, um, you know, nobody can read my thoughts, There, uh, nobody knows what I'm thinking, nobody knows what I'm saying because it's in my four walls. That's a totally different uh, attitude or energy towards uh, this and it really creates quite a difference. It is because I'm I'm chuckling and laughing when I hear you say, and it is true what you are saying that 
people can come from that idea when I'm in the house within those four walls, I am private. Nobody yeah. hear my thoughts, nobody can sense what's going on. And I'm juggling, as we know, Karina, that that is such a lie from separation mm -hmm. we put on ourselves. So in a way, this brings up for me is private. How much is going on about privacy that protects us? everywhere within the technology within programs mm -hmm. with everything is about but what is that privacy what is that it's based on uh what yeah what what is it and it basically we have labeled for instance with the scandals with social media etc that your data are valuable they are money basically because yes. now i can advertise to you and hmm. in a sense that becomes abusive uh, because this is not something that i said it's okay to do i know that you know my data that is part of the agreement when i sign up for it, yeah. but that you use it for your benefit, for your profit, that is another step. And, and how much separation is in, in that? Because yeah. it is when we are no longer living from separation, completely not from separation as in oneness, then there is no need, quote unquote, to abuse or to get out profit of some data of other people. Because there it's, it's that, and if we are really honest with ourselves, perhaps we could discover how many times we did it in a, in a different way, but that we also used data as information for getting more benefit out of it. And you can call it manipulation for the better, or you can call it just manipulation. But isn't that coming also from there? Is that also coming from separation hmm. in, interesting. In, in, uh, it, that's an, an interesting question for me uh, you know <laughs> I don't know why I'm going this way today <laughs> but again there is at least two ways to look at it if I look at it from separation, then yes, uh, I am benefiting, I'm abusing it. If I am looking at it from what hurts one, 
what is a Native American saying, what hurts one is hurting all. That comes from oneness. Mm-hmm. And then what do you go with there? Because ultimately, it may not be right away that that abuse like that Facebook uh, and other social yeah. media did, uh, but it hurt them because their profit went down. Yeah. They made money off of us, and as a result, people pulled back and said, no, you don't get to do that. Yeah. So it's not that it didn't hurt them. Exactly. In hurting the people that yeah. were on the platform. And so it's really an interesting uh, way. It may not be immediate, but in the long run. But I love what you bring up here because the two sides, and it's coming from the same point, only bouncing one way and another way. But at the end, there will be a point at the end, and there is never an end, but there will be a, a, a point that it bounces back. And that is hurting one, hurting all. That's based on that. Yeah. yeah. And also, when I was listening to you, what, what came up was also the energy of control. Mm-hmm. That we use also a lot of control to keep going in that separation. And as I correct Karina, because you know, yeah, yeah. what do you want to say about it? Is, are you putting the cart before the horse? Is the control a result of the separation? Oh, yes, interesting. It's not that I'm using control to enforce separation, but I yes. need to control because I'm separate. And therefore, if I'm separate, I don't have control over you. Yes. If I'm one with you, I don't need control. Exactly. Exactly. It's it's so correct. And, and it boils always downwards there if we don't separate, then the need goes out. If it is for control, if it is for manipulation, if it is for abuse, if it is for whatever, yeah, it melts. Wow, yeah. So separation could be the main... How would I said it's about the effect of the separation is what we know as there is the control it's i don't have words for it but there is something going on now in and you flipped it it's the the uh i've uh, i've heard it in the early 90s, that the fact that we are supposedly separate from nature is a big lie. Mm -hmm. And reading right now uh, Charles Eisenstein, uh, he 
basically in every single chapter, and I'm about a third way through the book, uh, is showing how the story of separation that we have been living leads to the need for control, the need of control of nature, uh, that nature uh, is not sentient, the earth is not sentient, animals, plants, nothing is sentient. Uh, science becomes orthodoxy, uh, the separation created God in heaven and the earth and the valley of mystery in the Christian tradition. Uh, it's it's all that is part of separation. Yeah. There there yeah. is no sense of us being one. It's even communities. There are a few communities that have no separation, but even how many communities have separation not within the community but the community separates from the rest of the yeah. city, town, village, whatever. We are different. And it is something we see also in religion. Yeah. It's any kind of community. It, yes, it is. It is. And from that separation, we, we grow up in separated mm -hmm thinking so we have to have several steps or several actions to take to think even that we are going towards oneness where in truth when we start from oneness then every step is included yeah And, and it is really, uh, you know, it's it, it's interesting. And there, we'll get. I'm getting more into the small slash refined form of separation. How much are we having quote unquote oneness with our pets? Mm -hmm. But are we having oneness with animals? or the pets are separate from animals. The bear is dangerous. The wolf is dangerous. Uh, They're out there, we're separate. Our cat or our dog, that's our pet and we're one with them. How much are we lying to ourselves in a way of again, separating in and order to have one? the oneness that exactly and even i would push it a little further as you bring up the cats and the dogs is because i saw it so many times that what looks like being one with the cat or being one with the dog is all about control and using in a way the animal for not going there where the even the animal is showing owner yeah. to go yeah, to yeah. as as is it really are we already really ready to live complete in oneness and it's not wrong to not live because 
how much do we still require all those experience of becoming clear of the separations to become more? That is one thing. Uh, and I think, on the other hand, the biggest issue is how much are we afraid of oneness? Because if I am in oneness, I can no longer lie. And how oh. much are we lying? Oh, that's an interesting one. Yeah, if I am in oneness, then I can't lie any longer. Oh, wow. Yes, and that is not lying towards yourself. That's not lying towards others. It's both. Oh. Yeah. This brings an energy, really, as it, it matches also for me within that idea of I don't want to know about it. It's mm -hmm. being aware of the truth, but somehow I don't want to know that truth because if I know that truth, then I can't lie any longer also for myself, but then I'm one with that truth. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And there is even the difference between being able to cognitively lie and cognitively being uh, knowing and knowing, but it's not a cognitive knowing. Yeah. How much do somewhere deep down in the gut, do we know that actually it's not quite yeah. the way we pretend yeah. it is? But we don't know it cognitively. There is no scientific proof. Therefore, it is not real. And could it be that what you mentioned here, that we can put it also in a way as in the intellectual way and emotional way? And we separate those yeah. two, where if we would allow ourselves to let to cooperate, let them work together. Yeah. What what can appear there? Yes. Because yeah, for how many lifetimes we grow up from literally this part, the head even <laughs> this part, because the eyes are tapped and blind and. It, it's a small part part of the of what we have here to experience through the body is so magical. I want to just go more with that. Is this you pointed here the brain part, the decisions, the beliefs that we have influence what we see, what we hear, what we speak. And what we smell even. Yeah. 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 But those are more connected with the emotional, the movement, the yeah. attention, the intentions. So we shut them all up and it is, yeah, the it's brain, the intellect. Wow. This is for me now also another because I, I saw often the, the image of 
or we um, are separated in the middle of our body, then it, it came up the more I became me, as I can say it like this, then it came up and then it was more in the truth, cut it off. But now I can literally see that it's, it is even a smaller part we yep. live from and that we allow, is it allow? No, that is dictating our way, how we're going, even dictate what we want to experience, what not. Wow. And how far have we construed that the ability to just use the brain is equal to enlightenment? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And enlightenment is quite a bit more. And for me also quite a bit different. For me, the enlightenment was always downwards, inwards, downwards in the darkness. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And how many times during this conversation did we flip the things around? So in a way, I'm going to take that out for myself as if there is something I'm, I'm not clear about, just saying to myself, how is it when I would flip it? What can I discover there if I flip it? Yeah. Because how, how many times do we go into the tunnel if it is forwards, backwards, downwards, it doesn't matter, but that we go in the tunnel to discover and to get more clarity. But from that one vision we have, from, and if we turn up, turn down, sideways, upwards, whatever you want to do, but turn it towards another way of looking at the things, what would we discover there? Just finding different ways of looking at it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's been really interesting. I mean, I wrote about something uh, recently and I ended up looking at it from about the change that is being created. Uh, from all kinds of different angles. And what I ended up with by doing that is realizing that is actually only if I look at it from a oneness perspective, that there is change, actual change possible. I mean, yeah. I can change a little bit, tweak something, and that is possible from all the other, but the other uh, perspectives all have more or less of separation included. Yeah. And therefore it's a little bit more change, a little bit less change that is possible depending on the level of separation, but change is truly only possible from oneness. Yeah. And that's the beauty that we have so many possibilities for yep. change as oneness is big. 
It's really yeah. big. It's really big. And really big. Really big. <laughs> so in in a way, we are just born and we start to explore. Yeah. The experience, the experiences literally from oneness. So yeah, how much joy can we have with this exploration? Not defining in any way where we are, how far we are, where we come from, and we can acknowledge the changes and still acknowledging still that we are little babies. And I can't even say I've come far relatively from where I started and exactly. I still have far to go. <laughs> yeah, but not making that far to it's go significant. That, and, and, and it is true what you are saying. And you come from really far also where mm -hmm. you are now. And at the same time, acknowledging and still it is baby steps and still just for giving us the space also to relax even more we don't have to run because in our yeah you have more age than i am and somehow i'm gonna I die start... sooner than you do yes <laughs> But uh, we we can consider as they call it the third uh, the third age, mm -hmm. as we say it, whatever that one, uh, whatever that means. But it is connected to old and done, and at the end of whatever it is, eh? the end of the life. But is that true? Because it's an ongoing thing. And it took us 12,000 years to be here where we are now, cognitively nearly, which is a lie also, but you know what I'm, I'm saying? We, we have more information about those years. So many lifetimes. So yeah, we are on the other side now and exploring and experiencing as babies, because we have at least, again, 12,000 years ahead. Maybe even more? Maybe even more. But for the universe, what if 12,000 years, as we see from the linearity, yeah. is many years. But for the universe, perhaps it's like 12 hours. It goes as, as fast as it goes. So yeah, I want to come back, a circle back to what you said about the third age. Often they also talk talk about the crone, uh, but even that is not quite correct. What came up for me when you said it? We have a lot, a lot of old people, and we have no hardly any elders mm. wow. because an elder yes. is somebody who has gained the wisdom through living through uh, being immersed in living not just 
being alive. And how many people are alive today, but not living? They go through the motions. Yeah, yeah. But it takes that being immersed in living with all the ups and downs and everything to become an elder. And I loved really what you said, Karina. There are many old people, but little elder. And that energy of an elder is yeah, speaking for itself. It is the wisdom. It is like they give the younger, the babies, a hand mm -hmm. to, to, oh, yes. Even the middlers. <laughs> yeah. Not but just it is. the youngers. Yes, as we throw back, and I don't remember vividly, it's not about that, but if I could, I, I would love that. But isn't it nowadays also when in certain cultures they really go in and work in and cooperate with the elders with the ancestors and nowadays in in europe it's like that's a weird thing then you are uh, a little gaga because ancestors what is this it's gone they are not here so shut up so everything was twisted around as mm -hmm. they don't have to say anything there is no wisdom there is nothing else but how many people longing for that wisdom and I mean, I don't want to say there is a certain group of people, but even the Romans said, divide and conquer. By creating the separation between the ages, for instance, yeah. you divide. And mm. that division destroys the strength of a people. Yes. Because the people is strong when all the ages oh, yeah. are part of the fabric and are honored. And there could is it, a contribution that each age group has. Is, and could it be that that what you are bringing in now also uh, contributed to what it is nowadays as we see so many wise babies are born bringing in the wisdom, whether it's coming from the ancestors or whatever, but they bring in, but from that separation within age, it's not possible that a little one can teach something to an older one. Yeah. Because the older one is considered the wise, which is completely something different. Yeah. It's not because you are old that you are wise. And it's not because you are young, you can't be wise. It's, it's nothing stupid. about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then we have to, we, in general, it's not we, 
Korean yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but uh, in general it's like how often do we hear it now like oh uh, nowadays the little ones it's completely different and they are dominating and they are doing this and this and this and they don't respect uh, they they don't respect the parents they they are going against everything they're throwing away uh throwing out all the the classics and the cultural traditions etc etc and is that what is required now mm -hmm. and then comes in the morality then comes in the morality but that's a, a complete other conversation we aren't going to start that for now but yeah but i would like to invite listeners to really look at their life and what's going on on a day in day out basis of how many separations can they uh, discover i mean mm -hmm. separation between home and work home and social ho ho uh, work beginning and work end balance of home work uh, all how many separations are there yeah, and even taking your breakfast and the meals are also separated and separated from and yeah. Yeah. And time for me, time for family, time for yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh and what and, and then once you have that, maybe write it down and then go take look at one a little bit more in depth. And say, how does this look like in my life? What is going on in that yeah. separation? And is that a contribution or is that not a contribution? Yeah. Is, and with contribution, uh, I mean, does this make my life richer? Yeah. More fuller, more fuller. Fulfilled, yeah. Uh, joyful. The way you want to express it. Yeah. And an accent I want to bring in is never, never to make something wrong. No, also just... not to make it right. It is more an invitation to sit and become clear and, and to be triggered in which way yeah, we live, you live, how, how it goes. It is. And also ask the question indirectly, what would I like? Is this fulfilling for me? And if it's not fulfilling to me, what would I like to change? Yeah. And if you are happy with truly happy with your life, then that affects everybody around you. No matter how it is shown, yeah. it is. There, yeah. there is not one right, correct answer. No. There is no a truth with a capital T. There are truths. Yeah, because truths. your truth is, is different than my truth. Yeah. But it's coming from the whole. It's coming from the one. Yes. So it's only another perspective and another point of view. And yeah, it is cooperating. 
because it's a perspective that somehow trigger point of view. A circle has 360 degrees. But if I can look from 360 degrees and then make it spherical. Yeah. And something that popped now for me was, and it doesn't matter where you start, mm -hmm. which point of view is, because every point of view is a new point of view, is a new one. You can see it as I'm going from here to there, then you are not in the circle. So every point is a new one, is an end one. It's coming together. So how much joy can bring that in as, oh, every day is a new day and I can experience something new and I can try this and this and this and this and still going from circles, still being there. Still coming <laughs> from oneness. Yes. And, not and something you mentioned when making this list is the contribution. What is the contribution? Is, is, is it joyful? Yeah. Does it make me happy? We hear it so often saying, what makes you truly happy? But I can say when I hear that the first time, that question, but what is it? What makes you really happy? What do you love to do that makes you really happy? I couldn't find anything. And I, I know now that that was because I was so separated all thinking in all those boxes that it looked like I have I have to really choose a box and it's not about that. It's not no. about it. It's mm. about the completion. It's about the the fullness of it. Yeah. And you know, I would love to hear what uh, listeners doing yeah. exercise experience or what is it bringing up. So perhaps we can another having another conversation out of that. Yep. So that would welcome be to share. That yep. would be great. Absolutely. Love it. So up till next time, and we will see what we will bring up. Yes, we will take care.